Welcome to Books, Kids, and Creations, <laughs> a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I am your host, Tracy Bloom, and I feature people who inspire future generations with their work. Today, I have Christopher Sean on the show. He is a very talented actor, and you are, I think, the first actor that I've had on the show. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for having me. It's an honor. You are amazing. And yeah. I bet all of your listeners are amazing too. Thank you. Thank you. So you, Finn, for those who don't know who you are, I mean, first of all, I was like, let me see what I can dig up. And I was like, okay, he has a Wikipedia page. That's a big thing. And I went, how much, so how much of what's listed on Wikipedia is true? Like, do you ever Google yourself and go, hey, that's not right? Or is, have you looked at your own wiki page? <clears throat> um, I recently saw an image of myself listed as a child of Walt Disney. Oh, that's not true. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's that, I know my mom and dad, unless they're keeping secrets from me. Uh, no, no, but it's, it's funny. Really, it was kind of funny. And I posted it just the other day. So, you know, you kind of take what you find online with a grain of salt. But a lot of it, a lot of a lot of it's true. My birthday's wrong, I think, oh. on there. I yeah. did see it. I saw it um 1984. No, it's wrong. Yeah. No, wrong. okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's October 25, 1985. <laughs> okay. But uh so, very close. Yeah, we'll have to fix that. Yeah. No, um yeah, I mean, I used to google myself when I was younger. Now I'm just kind of like yeah, things are happening. Yeah. Keep moving yeah. forward. Let's keep Even moving. In the flow. Yeah, work begets work. Let's just stay focused. Yeah. So you have done quite a lot in your career so far. Um, so you have done anything from voiceover work to features in Hawaii Five-0. You've um, been featured in Star Wars, also on the Mindy Project and um, a couple different soap operas. How did you get started in acting and what kind of opened that door for you? Like, was there, have you always wanted to be an actor or was there a moment that just spark that for you? <clears throat> it's a great question. When I was a kid, my dad was in the Navy. And when he was deployed in, in, in the ships, uh, USS Midway and USS Tripoli, he would s record himself reading his books, little kids books. <clears throat> and um, we would get this big box back from the military. And, you know, then I'd see my dad on TV reading his books. And I, we'd sit down and He'd be like reading and he'd be like, oh, Christopher, sit down. And I'm like, how do you know I was standing? You know, I'm like, what the? And then my mom would then pull the camcorder out and she would record us to send to my dad. And I always remember just loving being on camera, being silly, performing for my dad and wanting to be like my dad. So I was like, I want to be an actor. I've always wanted to be an actor. And I saw recently like one of the videos and I'm like this skinny little twig of a guy and I'm like I'm gonna get buff like you dad I'm gonna be strong <laughs> and I was like oh my god it's so freaking funny um but yeah so I've always wanted to be an actor and um I was very very timid extremely painfully shy I would hide behind my dad's legs like when or my mom when people were introducing me and I was that was when I was 28 no I'm just kidding no um, <laughs> I was like oh I'm just, my <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding no I mean when I was a kid you know growing up that's how that's how I was acting <laughs> could you imagine like a grown man i did like, just hey. imagine i went oh no <laughs> joking. but um no from then i i just kind of was like how do you get into acting 
So I threw myself into this world and I started off trying to model and I kind of did the public relations thing, just doing everything I can outside of acting until finally I was like, all right, I need to take acting classes. So I started taking acting classes and, and really started taking it serious. And one of my acting classes, um, they, they kind of tricked me into thinking that there's this blacklist or a green list, a green folder. And if you're not good in your audition, they're going to put you in this folder and they'll never see you again. And it's like, oh no, so you have to be ready. So I studied and studied and studied really, really hard. I put everything I had into it. And I was like acting from 4 p.m. to about 1 a.m. sometimes, Monday, to, or Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Just go, go, wow. go. I'd do like 30 to 50 scenes of memorization, go up and down on stage every night. And that really prepared me actually for soap operas, which is kind of funny, my big breakthrough gig. But yeah, so from a lot of acting classes, I was like, okay, I'm ready. And, you know, it takes about 10 years from when you book your first role to finally get something. Mm. And I'm kind of jumping right into this world of like how yeah. to become an actor, if this is cool. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Okay, cool. So from there, after a lot of acting classes and and I was like, okay, what do I do now? And so I researched, researched and learned and I started really taking it seriously. And I learned you need to get headshots. You need to put together an acting reel. You need to get an agent. Managers are optional. But I like to think that the more people on your team, the more people working to make you succeed. And it's okay. You know, 100% of nothing is nothing. So spread the wealth and get there faster. But so my goal was to, like I said, become an actor. And after all that hard work, I booked smaller roles here and there. I booked a role in Hawaii Five. I was only supposed to do one episode. And I'm on set and I'm making people giggle, making people laugh. And I see a guy kind of standing by his own. I was like, you know, I'm going to go make him laugh because I, yeah, why not? You know, it's right. that type of day. So I'm talking with this guy, making him laugh. And he's like, you're cool. I'll see you next season. And I was like, that's not, I'm only one and done, bro. But thanks for being so kind. He's like, I'm the executive producer, Brian Spicer. I'll see oh. you next season. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Holy cow. So in my mind, I was like, my heart told me to just make this person happy. And from that, I was gifted. I became the main villain the main antagonist of seasons five and six. It was like so two cool. more episodes and three more episodes. And I did 13 episode run on, you know, it was CBS's top show at the time, 17 to 24 million viewers per episode. Yeah. And, but prior to booking the main villain, I did the one episode, came home, told my dad, dude, that's it. I'm, 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 I'm going to be on Hawaii Five O. I'm going to be nice. Like, no, no, no. They're just Hollywood stuff. And I was like, no, I think that's going to happen. And I'm real focused. So I'm like, I got to get in a really good shape and I just got to focus entirely. And I, I'm big on manifesting. I believe that, you know, law of attraction is similar to the law of gravity. It's a law. It's not just a theory. If you, you must impl implement it. So get your vision boards, get your mantras, you know, say your words of affirmations. They're so important. You're a magnet, positive and negative, mm -hmm. push and pull, right? You want to pull the good and push the bad. Anyway, going back to that, um, yeah, while I was waiting for Y five O, I beat out a couple thousand people for a role on NBC's Days of Our Lives, which I stayed for four years, and I did over three hundred episodes of a soap wow. opera, three hundred thirty-seven. Wow. And while filming Y five O, excuse me, Days of Our Lives, I was able to fly back and forth for three of those years to film Y five O while filming Days of Our Lives. Wow! And uh, then I booked the lead of Star Wars Resistance. 
And then I booked Nightwing and now I'm shooting a really huge movie. I'm really excited. It comes out in the summer next year, I think. Summer or spring, but can't say yet. I think they're going to announce it at the end of the year. So that's kind of the career path. How do you memorize your lines? Like that just seems like so much to to keep straight. Do you have any tricks or things that you've learned for memorization? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's not easy, but anything you want, you will learn to make it happen because you will grow into that person who can achieve that. As long as you continue to work towards that, you have to evolve. You have to, it's uncomfortable. You know, anyone great learns that you can't do anything great until you fail at it. <laughs> so I failed and I failed and I failed. But the biggest thing that I've learned is through memorizing the story, what is actually happening first, right? So a little kid wants to get some ice cream, only has five cents in his pocket, looks over, goes into the ice cream shop. He's got chocolate, vanilla, strawberry flavors. And he's like, ready. He's like, I want the chocolate. And the guy goes, sure. Gets him a scoop of ice cream. He says, 10 cents. Kid doesn't have enough. Starts to walk away. Um, he, the guy's like, you know what? I'll cover it. Gives it to him. Lets him have his ice cream. Right? Can you can you repeat that story back? I I think I could. Yeah. 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 Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, there's a little kid who wants a scoop of ice cream, and he only has five cents in his pocket. So he goes into a store. And he looks at the ice cream flavors, strawberry, chocolate, vanilla. He orders a scoop of chocolate. Store clerk says, that'll be 10 cents. And he says, he pulls out the nickel. It starts to walk away. And the store clerk says, hey, I'll cover it. Boom. And that, you know what? So, as long so as you storytelling. Exactly. That's what we are as actors. We're storytellers. So you know the story, the words will fall into place. That's and then some brilliant. of the times, some of the times you don't even have to be word perfect. I mean, on certain shows, word perfect is extremely important. But most of the time, like if you're in a film that's a director and actor medium, you're you're cool. <clears throat> most of the time, you don't exactly have to be word perfect because mm -hmm. it's what the actor feels, excuse me, sorry. Yeah. But uh, television is a uh, writer's and producer medium. So this is a little different. Actors are meant to be more online. Mm. Um, but again, as long as you know the story, the words will fall in place. That's so, so great to think of it like that. Like I've just never thought of it. I thought, well, these people must have all kinds of experience with theater and memorization and have, you know, just read over and over and over of the script, all that stuff. But when you look at it as a storyteller, then that's what it is. Mm, but also, I mean, don't get me wrong. You do read over and over and over because you have to get as close to as possible. Yeah. But then once you've got the lines memorized, that's step one. Then step two is time to play. Let's figure out what these words really mean. That's yeah. that's kind of my process. Memorize and play. Do you have favorite projects that you've worked on over time? You know, the thing is, it's kind of like saying, what's your favorite child? Right. <laughs> um, because each of them, you're putting a different part of yourself in. Like Hawaii Five-0, I played a gangster, a very bad person who hurt people pretty badly. Um, while on Days of Our Lives, I played a closeted baseball player mm -hmm. who was gay, 
and um, who comes out in Japanese and, and has all of these ups and downs in his life and is caught in a triangle. And on Star Wars, I play a young, excitable um, ace pilot who's traveling through space, uh, who wants to be the best, but makes quick decisions. And, you know, um, all of these are so relatable to me in different times of my life. But at the same time, um, I just, I just like love each of them for so many different reasons, you know, and for specific reasons, like most people are like, Oh, you're such a nice guy. I can never see you as a bad guy. And I go, check out Hawaii Five O. Yeah. 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 Then maybe, you know, you know, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a lot of, we have to put a lot of ourselves into our roles because you, it's very difficult to, okay, don't get me wrong. You can act what you don't know. Right. Like I'm not a drug drug crazy drug but i could act that right Right. um but still understanding like loss and pain and grievance and excuse me all of these ideas addiction understanding those things like that's how you can substitute drug use but for me i haven't had to portray something like that um hawaii 50 i just i got a lot of fights growing up Oh. And I don't recommend anyone getting in a fight, but yeah. um, I think that through that, you learn like what anger is and yeah. you understand what people that don't get help is. And if you don't have help or don't have people that can kind of learn to heal that soon enough, that becomes that type of character. Right. So it's nice to show people, you know, good and bad and what you can learn and what you can't and yeah, it's just fun. I love all characters. Can I go back to your question? I love yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so it's so fascinating because it was funny. I was looking through the, you know, the list of things that you've done and I went, okay, so he did Days of Our Lives in 2014 to 18. And then I went, Days of Our Lives is definitely still on. Cause I remember watching it long ago and I was like, you played the same character in those years and also in 2022 and I'm like wow that show has been on for such a long time I think they're at like 58 years now yeah and they got picked up for a two-year pickup so I'm I'm cheering them on man I love them love so it. much yeah yeah the days fans are incredible too they're so loyal and loving like I love them yeah um from being in this in this world um do you has it has it inspired you to want to write your own screenplays and your own things? I think um, I think it's very important as an actor or someone in the entertainment industry to create, 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 and whether that be behind the camera lens or behind the pencil, um, behind the laptop or tablet, whatever it may be, um, or just acting in front of your family whatever you want to do, continue to work and hone that craft, that creativity, because those skills are like tools, like a blacksmith's tools, and they must be used consistently to keep sharp. And I don't know, like, I don't know, if I were to say any type of black, like ZH fabrications, or I don't know, some random <laughs> idea, like, you want to definitely make sure that you're, you're, you're a master at your craft, and you continue to do what you do. And they, uh, there's something I say is, uh, to master something you must then learn to teach it because you can't teach something you don't fully understand so you have to understand it to then be able to teach it um so practice 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 and get into writing as an actor i think it's really important to write because you can then 
you can do the projects you want to do in your life. You know, I'm waiting for opportunities to fall in my lap. And while I wait, it's like, you can drive you mad because 99% of the time it's a no. Mm. And after like, you know, it's a, it's a numbers game. They say quantity over quality. Well, quantity out of a hundred no's, you might get one, maybe and out of 10, maybes, you might get one. Yes. So you're waiting a long time to get that. Yes. I've yeah. been acting for 18 years and people are starting to turn their head and say, who, 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 wait, I think I, have I seen you somewhere? And I'm like, yeah, 18 years later and I'm still not, <laughs> you know, people don't know me yet. So it's a constant game of, of, of learning and growing and, and, and failing. Yeah. Um, and so I've learned that it's like, you can wait for the ship of opportunity to come in, or you can create your own ship to get out to that bigger ship, you know, and meet him halfway. Yeah. That's so, yeah, such a right, good right, way right. of looking at it. Yeah. And I'm sure <laughs> that like, of how many ballpark, how many auditions do you think you've done in your time? Wow, that's a great question. You know, a younger me was keeping track. <laughs> and I remember I had I had done like when I first started acting, I might get an audition every two, three months, maybe one. Um that's how limited my look was because I'm multi, I'm half Japanese, half white. So people were like, You're not Asian enough, sorry kid. Mm, you're not white enough, sorry kid. Uh. So I was like, Well, what am I then? Like, how can I work in this industry that doesn't want me? So it was a really difficult struggle for nine years. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I just remember like, I got an audition. Oh my God, I got it. It's been four months. I got one. I got to focus. And it was like, you know, um, a role I would never get because if I can get Tom Cruise to play ice cream man, number three, then I'm <laughs> going to get the A-lister to take and then B-lister and C-lister. And then whoever's left, it's like, okay, we'll see what we can get cheapest. You know, and it's like, that's kind of the, the, the process of casting. So it's always, everything's kind of, again, always kind of tilted against you. And you, you will always be fighting an uphill battle until you're not. And even then you'll still be fighting an uphill battle, challenging those who are the up and comers who are already taking all the, so it's very, very difficult. Yeah. It's highly, it's one of the most competitive jobs in the world. So to do it, you've got to love it. <laughs> well, I always ask everyone who comes on the show, what, words of advice they have for future generations and it can be future generations in general or future generations kids who want to do what you do mm. well the number one thing is it's always hard to pick just one because you're like oh my goodness i want to do a and i'm good at b and but i would love to do c but i don't know you know what follow your heart Whatever your heart tells you, follow it, go for it. <clears throat> and you know, it's, it's, you're going to fail at the things you don't like. Might as well fail at things, things you love. Yes. Right. And in failure, you will grow. Remember, we were all kids. We all started off not really knowing kind of what we wanted or knowing what we wanted, but being afraid of it. No matter what, though, it just comes down to the people who really go for it. Those are the people, the high risk, high reward go for it. Don't be afraid to follow your dreams. Don't be afraid to fail because in failure comes success. The most successful people have failed the most in life. Um, Tracy Blum, an amazing failure, but Huge an amazing job. success <laughs> of a writer now. 
I mean, doing huge things. Thank you. Like you have to be a failure to become successful. So take the taboo of failure away. Because if you fail and focus on the failure, you you will lose. But if you fail and focus on what things you could have done to succeed or overcome and achieve, there's your answers. That's and right. And you become that person who's like, okay, I know, I know, I made a bad mistake. Not going to do that again. Yeah. Oh, I made that one too. Not going to do that. And soon enough, you find yourself further ahead in life. So never stop. Never yeah. give up. You can succeed. That is like the most perfect words of wisdom I've ever heard. So thank you so much. Um, oh, thanks. This has just been such a great little afternoon with you and learning about your career. And I'm so just giddy to get to talk to you and get to know you. And I'm just such a huge fan. So um, I will post a link to your work afterwards and um, people can check you out basically everywhere. I mean, you have your voice in video games, you're on TV shows. And um, I'm excited to see all the cool stuff that I know you can't talk about yet, but it's coming. And um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And it's an honor to be on your podcast.